2: guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast and we have a wonderful guest today and so timely because she is the star of one of our very favorite shows that is dropping on Netflix the entire season and it's the final season. We have Alicia Reiner of Orange is the New Black. Welcome.
1: Yay and congratulations on just... Incredible few years, seven of seasons.
2: New black.
3: Yeah. I I can't believe it's been seven years.
2: I can't either. I, oh my you gosh.
3: Ten year old, and when we started, she was two and a half. She learned the word badass way too early. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> hey, that's not a bad thing, especially in reference to badass
2: women. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. And her mom. And yeah. her mom. That's
2: right. That's right. That is really funny. Well, and, and when you put it that way, the fact that she was just two and a half, and now she's 10, oh my gosh! Like it really puts the the years in perspective. But I mean, you haven't aged. You look more beautiful. Oh, <laughs> like, I seriously you seriously do? Like Thank seriously? You. Thank you.
3: I I take that as a huge compliment because I I really try and take care of myself and eat well and exercise and all that good stuff and try not to. Do, like you know mm-hmm. do anything well um, it's working good it's working give me your secret yes. yeah um, and it, um, you know. i love face oil i'm all about face oil what kind um, of face oil, oil. But, you know here's the truth when you're an actor people send you stuff mm. um my favorite line right now is drunk elephant yeah um, that's so funny yeah love the virgin marula yes i i every night um mm. I love Wander Cosmetics, and they have a really okay. nice like oil that goes under makeup. Um, so I'm a little obsessed with face oils in general, and I love Drunk Elephant's Vitamin C Serum underneath. Mm-hmm.
2: Serum. Well, that's supposed to be really good for, uh, isn't it, for building up collagen yep. and yep. like turning over cells. I will try any
3: any natural product. I will
2: try to yeah.
1: like. Do the
3: do.
2: Give the glow. Yeah. yeah. I Well, love I remember, it. I think, reading at one point that Jennifer Aniston, somebody like that, like, wears Vaseline all over their face before they go to bed every night. And you know what? That's like it oil. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. compl- it's a yeah. heavy moisturizer. Yeah. And it's natural. I well, actually yeah. remember reading
3: somewhere that creme de la mer and Vaseline aren't that different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Except for the The price. price That's right. Exactly. That's
2: right. Well, it's working and what I what I love about your character, Fig Mm Um, on the series is how much she has grown and developed. And like she, I wouldn't have even called her a badass at the start. She was just bad. Like she seemed like, she you mean. know, yeah. she was yeah. mean <laughs> and didn't seem to have any empathy. Hmm. But she really developed as a character um, it, through the seasons in a way I never could have, have predicted. I don't know if you could have predicted. And you've got no a big idea. new role with her this yeah, season.
3: It's it's fascinating to me because, look, it started with, three lines i had no idea it was going to be i auditioned to play alex and then i auditioned Mm -hmm. to play polly her best friend and then they offered me these three lines and it was the assistant to the warden not even the assistant warden and the journey she has taken as a woman work-wise you know from Mm -hmm. assistant to the warden to assistant warden to warden to being fired being warden again and then this season to being warden of ice, um, is has been an Warden of
2: Ice. Yeah. Wow, that's very topical.
3: Quality. Yeah. So now that
2: is bad that is seriously badass. Yeah.
3: It's it this season I am so deeply, deeply impressed with Netflix and with Gen G for going there and being the first show that I know of that actually really goes there and we really go there and when we were shooting the stuff that takes place at ICE. our writers shared with us, they did a lot of research, they visited facilities, and they said, we're watering this down. Like, it Ugh. is worse than what you're seeing. And oh, yeah.
2: Well, look what we've seen at the border yep. from the ICE facilities. It's horrible. I
3: I was there last week. Yeah. Uh, last week, I went to a shelter on the border in San Diego. At yes, um, I
2: saw that on your Twitter feed.
3: Jewish Family Sur- Services, which these are the lucky ones that actually do get through the process and and are um, released and are released temporarily right like they're not until someone comes and knocks on their door in the middle and of, um, yeah. and they ice brings a busload at least one busload every single night to this facility um, and they come with nothing right come. so what we did at the shelter is we Provide the shelter provides them with a bed, they provide them with a hot meal, they provide them with a set of clothing, and then there's also toys and there's, you know, a lot of supplies and services.
2: And what do they do for them? These are the the migrants that have been released at least until their while their cases are pending. So So they give them uh, like an overnight food, clothes. Well the government doesn't do that. No, I know they do not volunteer and
3: says you know, here's a bus ticket to get to who, the, whatever, wherever you are saying your family is. And some people don't have families. So, one way that people can volunteer actually is to volunteer to be a family, that people can say, This is where I'm going to. Um, there are so many other ways to be of service, by the way, like as long as we're having this conversation, Jewish Family Services of San Diego is a great place. If you want to, if you're looking for places to donate, there's also Kind, supportkind.org, Kind, which stands for Kids in Need of Defense.
2: So K-I-N-D-S. Um, yep. Yeah. And then... Um, No, no. no. K-I-N-D, kind, yes,
3: kind.org. And then I work with an organization called Action Potluck here in New York City, which is a small grassroots organization that helps communities, like small communities, little pods of people, connect with a sanctuary near them Mm -hmm. where the sanctuary can actually adopt a family because we're a sanctuary a sanctuary city here in New York City. So you and a group of people can adopt a family and help them get back on their feet. Um, There's also, I went to the border with an amazing organization called This Is About Humanity. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they help educate people and bring people to the border. And also um, they're a great fundraising tool for people who are just coming through and in detention
1: i have a question for you know either of you mm. the people that are coming through over the border are they coming do they know what is here like do they know that I this is what the they're exact going through
3: same question and i said why are they doing this i have two answers for you <laughs> and i'm gonna try not to cry yeah, um, one of the answers, having heard the story of the woman like we sat down with a family who came across the border and she came across because even as scary as our system is at the moment, it was that or pretty much death. Mm-hmm. You know, her she has a beautiful young daughter, my daughter's age who got a scholarship to a really beautiful, fancy private school. And, Where? Um, in this, she was living in Mexico, and um, some gangs came and said, you have enough money for that school, you have to pay us. And she said that, you know, she's on scholarship, we don't have that money. And they said, you find that money, or we're kidnapping your child." <gasps> How much and money did they
2: ask $10, for? $10,000. Wow.
3: And um, and then she said, I can't find that money. And they said, Well then your husband's gonna have to be part of this. You know, we're either gonna kill your husband or he has to be part of our gang. He has to so it they were so trapped, they came across. Um, so that's like you hear stories like that all the time. You hear of women who have been raped, you hear of so many reasons why people come. It is worse than it has, than to, be so it has to be so bad. It has to be so Bad, for you to leave all your home, for you to leave right. your family, for you to leave your friends, it has to be so bad. Additional, Life or death yeah, situations. Yeah, correct. And that's why they call it asylum. The other piece of it that's really important to talk about is there's a belief that with our current administration, it may end and that people won't be able to come over ever again
2: right so it's like which now is of course what he's the president is trying to do Correct. is to Correct. completely close so it's the border. So actually
3: what's happening is more people are coming because it's like now or never. Like, right. oh, this you know, the, I I'm in a horrible situation.
2: This is my last chance. Right. So it's the unintended consequence of all of his rhetoric and everything that he's Correct. doing is actually making it worse because Correct. people are afraid that if they don't come now, it'll be never. Um, well, you know, I also, I have to point out to our listeners that, you know, these are life and death situations, I think for most of these people to have Mm -hmm. taken, taken this kind of risk. And we must remember the Holocaust was not that long ago. And what happened to the Jews, the gypsies, all kinds of, of people at that time is that they... they were in the same life or death situation mm-hmm. and hundreds of thousands of them tried to escape and were yeah. turned back yeah. Yeah. by yeah. our country Correct. and by other countries and were not allowed in and they went back and they were they were killed yeah. in the death camps yeah. and so we must remember that this happens yeah. in in our li- like lifetimes I of think people we know one of the things
3: that is scariest about this moment in our country and one of the reasons I'm most proud to be part of Orange is the New Black and part of this conversation through art and using it as a vessel for change is that it, the Holocaust was recent enough. And, yes. and what we are doing is is not dissimilar. You know, mm-hmm. it is what we are doing is deeply inhumane. Yes, Children are dying on our watch. Like, no, under our just, supervision
2: yeah. because of our cruelty. And it is heartbreaking
3: as an American. Um, and I am looking to do everything I possibly can. You know, we were talking about ways we can contribute. Um, and additionally, I. If I meet any lawyer ever, I say, would you please consider taking a pro bono case? Mm -hmm. All of these people need, you know, the the ones who do get through and the ones who are in detention both need lawyers and we also need translators because so, so many people in detention centers cannot speak the language. And you, you'll see that a little bit
2: in this season. Right. And listen, we have to remember we are a country of immigrants and refugees Mm -hmm. and, um, Stephen Miller, who is the, one of the architects of Donald Trump's, um, immigration policy or, or, you know, terror. Yeah. His uncle was actually on TV the other night. His family, like his grandparent or great-grandfather, it was escaping Russia pogroms, which were like riots Mm -hmm. killing Mm -hmm. Jews. And he comes from a family that had to escape a life-or-death situation. That's why he is here. And yet he's turned his back on those who've come behind him. And... This is all of us. Like unless yeah. you're Native American, yeah. or you were brought yeah. over as a slave, it makes no sense all to me. It makes no sense all, to me. Immigrants or refugees. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. That's so. It's like there, by the grace of God, go I today. Amen. So I feel very strongly about this too. Me too. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you are involved in this, Alicia, and that you're telling us organizations mm-hmm. that um, can help because this is what America is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be that shining beacon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Yeah. The statue of Liberty, yeah. the lady Liberty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was it purposeful of the, you know, creators of orange is the new black to have you as a warden of ice? Like is was it, was it a, you know, choice that they made in the times that we are no, in? It's such a great question.
3: It's, um, and, you know, it's not a big spoiler to share that that there is an ICE storyline because mm-hmm. we saw it at the end of season six. Mm-hmm. Polycon um, talks about it. You know, Linda unveils that, that crazy plan. Um, and the other thing that I'm thrilled that they are talking about is – Polycon is the industrial prison complex. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that means the reason our country has so many prisons and so many people in prison is because it is a business. Yes, a business. private prison is a A business. A for-profit prison. I read a statistic yesterday that ICE... Charges the the facilities charge the government seven hundred and seventy five dollars a day to house each person right. in an ice facility. Now that's more than a lot of hotels. I oh sit, my god, we might right? as well
2: stay at the Four Seasons exactly. here in New York City. Like,
3: are you and kidding are like me? Two rooms. Yeah, and for those people who are Trump supporters and who believe, like, oh. We, you know, we should have a stronger border or whatever you believe or believe. He is really here for the middle class. This is about big business. This is about the very few getting the very much. And, you know, I read on on the front page of the Times today that Madoff is trying to get his sentence decreased. Mm-hmm. He has 150 years in prison coming. And he's asking
2: Trump for that. Mm-hmm. And oh, it- he wants to be pardoned? Robert yeah. Madoff. Yeah. And um, this for our listeners, he says he's sick and like, yeah, wants compassion. Yeah, release. Right. Yeah. For our and, listeners, this is a man who swindled like thousands of people out of all of their life savings and then was put into prison for the rest of his like, life. He committed
1: suicide because of yeah. what he did. Oh, yes.
2: His son, his son. committed suicide because yeah. of the horror of what his father did. He has the blood of his son on his hands. And he's friends with Donald Trump. Of course. Oh, of course he is. And
3: that's, you
2: know, that's what we're
3: dealing with here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think one of the things I really hope people see in this season, too, is that the money behind it all and the money that's driving it all
2: and remember this is your taxpayer money mm. i like, was about to say we're paying for this crack, which is like, like coming the most out of your thing. pockets yeah. and instead of it going to schools mm-hmm. or to infrastructure mm-hmm. like better roads or you know, definitely but need in new a new water subway. Yeah, yes. I was about to say we need or that. Or daycare, like yeah. uh, inexpensive yeah. daycare for families instead of all these nice, good things, or support for you know college. Yeah. You don't pay so much tuition for the the elderly. Yeah. yeah, it's going to put to into the pockets of big business um, to rich detain people are getting richer. to detain yeah. migrants. So you're the head of a nice facility, mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. your character. Are you empathetic at all? Because you seem to have developed some empathy I, for your you know, prisoners. One of the things
3: that happened this season is I do feel y- you do see a shift um, with Fig, and at first it's business as usual and. Mm-hmm. She's doing her job, and I think she's phoning it in a little bit. Um, And then you definitely see a shift. And I don't, not even about spoilers, but I just want you to enjoy the whole season of -hmm. of that journey of what happens. Having said that, she's still Fig. um, And she's (laughs) still still not Alicia. And it's funny because there's this one scene where I, you know, she can handle this, and she's... She's probably moved by it, but like keeps it in. And there's this one scene that we did um, that you'll see in a courtroom with children, and uh, and I I lost it. I oh, just, that is going to be really interesting yeah. to see as and Fig or just, no, just even as yourself. As I, I had to. We had to stop shooting because I like it was like that ugly cry. Um, just imagining the circumstances. Oh, so
2: it wasn't as Fig. You no, couldn't let go no, as Fig. No.
3: She's hard. She's She's tough. tough. She's tough. But she you'll see, I promise, she she has her in and it's in the in the season, it's the it's the it's like two scenes before her choice to make a really big choice. So do you think it all for
1: Do you think that Fig is Actually, you know, has a hardened heart. Or is she kind of in this man's world trying to make it as a woman, leader,
2: you know? I think she's sort of damaged, isn't she? From her upbringing and her husband who didn't love her. Yeah, it's my hope that
3: throughout this whole series with every character, you see these, these different layers of people. And over the fun of having seven years is you get to just peel so many different onion skins. And though we never saw, like, Fig's backstory officially, we kind of... We know so much about her husband. We know so much about her her youth and that you know that Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. incident. Oh right. <laughs> Which I was thinking like they probably wanted
2: to do that flashback, but it would cost too much money. You right. know, yeah. like so they Let, just had just me describe a, it. The listeners um, of what that is. She's at a Bruce Springsteen concert yeah, when and she he was like, pulls a he yeah, pulls he a pulls girl Courtney Cox onto the stage yeah. and Courtney not Courtney
3: Cox. I remember that. <laughs> and she's certain that it wasn't just a music video and it wasn't like that courtney cox wasn't an actress it should have been her
2: um uh, yeah it was and, pretty but hilarious. is she thinks she doesn't get pulled she up because she's not she's that, too fat right and she also thinks like had she gotten
3: pulled up her life <laughs> would be different she would be courtney cox <laughs> that is so and funny it's, it's such an interesting yeah. you know that's the brilliance of Jenji cohen and the writers on this show
0: is
3: it's hilarious and we all know that feeling of if yes. i just had that one opportunity my entire life would be different wow and it's it's her version of that that one wrong choice that you know bruce some people, yeah. it's all your fault exactly bruce. some people on the show that one wrong choice was you know had to do with drugs or had to do with a gun mm. and for her it's you know that that one moment that by the way, like is made up, you know, and that's what's fascinating to me is we all write these stories in our heads that then limit us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, now, the, what about her affair? Mm-hmm. Is her affair continuing?
3: Her affair with Caputo. You yes. Mean? Well, yes and no. Oh, um, you'll see. <laughs> it, there's some good stuff coming. Yeah.
1: Did you do anything in particular to say goodbye to Fig?
2: You burn know, her clothes, they, anything.
3: <laughs> thank God, I, I may have I there, I have a couple of keepsakes. Okay, um, in my wallet, I will forever carry uh, one of her business cards. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny! Um, yeah. And I may have a couple of pairs of her shoes
2: uh, <laughs> that you'll I, just
1: wear around. Yeah, exactly. And of
2: course, she would have a business card yeah. because yeah. you know yeah. she's kind of craving that legitimacy. Yeah, Yeah. I'm so
1: interested in what the energy on set was like, too, Mm -hmm. just in this final season. I mean, did it feel like it differed from other
3: seasons? I would say most of the time, no. It was, you know, business as usual. Mm -hmm. But over
2: the last episode, we were all a mess. Like, it was a mess. I'm sure. Yeah. And what it was? There um, a party afterwards, like a a big get together after the final filming. We we definitely had a wrap party, and it was
3: we danced until like four o'clock in the morning, and it was really fun. Um, And then tonight we'll we'll have our last premiere. I actually just posted pictures from our first premiere.
0: Oh Oh,
2: yeah. So um you know now that you've had this experience of being with a sh- uh, a series for 7 years is this something that you'd love to do again Absol- Absolutely
3: and I know like I'm trying to keep my expectations in um in an appropriate place because for me being on 7 seasons of this show was so awesome and exciting Because it was such groundbreaking storytelling, and that's what I—that's my dream—is another spectacular story to tell that like really makes people feel and makes people think and makes people change and change the way they see their world. And so that's my big dream, and and to be able to do comedy and drama at the same time, like it—it
2: checked so many boxes. Yeah, it really did. Um, Um, Yeah. And I do think that that something that is, um, you know, so interesting is that television and film really can change the public perception Mm -hmm. and can shape culture. And so I think you're absolutely right that the fact that Orange is the New Black gave this insight into women's prisons and the life inside makes people think of things they've never thought before. and and I think this is why the Obamas have also are developing television shows yeah. because you know, we think about political campaigns and messaging, but T V shows and film can do the very same 100%. thing. Hundred well, percent. And I reach like more different people. Yeah.
1: Orange is the New Black too was like very revolutionary in its time originally when it first came out because of the representation of LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. That hadn't necessarily been done before, and it was one of Netflix' early shows that just it was took before off.
3: Before Transparent, it was before yeah. Pose. It was mm-hmm. really, you know, and our beloved Laverne Cox mm-hmm. has become such a hero um, yeah. for that community.
1: Would you think? Do, would you say that it is still, you know, in 2019, a revolutionary story? Or I
3: do. I would only because they've gone there with Ice. I, mm-hmm. I'm so happy and proud to be p- part of art that goes there. And it, yeah. like nobody's gone there. Yeah. I, I can't think of any entertainment right now. No. That's really talking about it. Yeah. But I don't
2: think that we've ever really talked as much about ice as we have in the last yeah. two years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a, a new thing that ice is part of the daily conversation. Um, now you have a production company, don't you? Where you focus on looking for projects. I don't know if it's both film and TV that that I, yeah, focus so on women's roles, it's strong 20, women's roles.
3: Yeah, I am... Um, for my first movie, Equity, um, I had one production company called Broad Street, and that was just for that movie. And then on Egg, we... We made a new production company called Over Easy because it was (laughs) called Egg. Um, And now I have a bunch of things in development, um, a couple of TV projects and a film project. So it's exciting. Yeah, and in all cases, strong female leads. um, And I'm
2: really interested in women behind and in in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so great. Um, we we're very focused on on talent in behind and front of the ta- and in front of the camera yeah. as well, um, in both because we do Emmys coverage and yeah. we focus on both. We do Oscars coverage, focus on both, and um, we've got another project as well. Do you feel that the that the opportunities have improved substantially for women? I do. both in front and behind the camera. I really do. I think so. more. Oh, I
3: kind of want to say more behind the camera, but I, I do feel in front of the camera too. You know, you look at an Orange is the New Black where there is a, a female-driven cast with so many spectacular women and so many, such a diversity of human that we had never seen before, both in reference to, obviously, the LGBTQ community, um, the you know, on a, on a racial and even on a religious level, you know, like Mm -hmm. the fact that we had a storyline about a woman, um, an African-American woman deciding to become Jewish, you know. (laughs) And we also, like, the ages of the characters. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, it was not, we had a lot of women in their 60s, the first, you know, that first season. season. Rosa, you know, like, it was incredible. So... um, I, it's been really awesome, and I, I hope that continues for sure.
1: Yeah, I would say definitely behind the camera too. That there's just been so many more women's writers, women, you know, directors, yeah. producers. But um,
2: still not enough. Still, like still, still, no. Need no. To we're open not at 50/50 No, we are nowhere until near. We that. Are,
3: We gotta keep. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: So you were very busy tweeting um during the um Robert Mueller hearings yes. in Congress yesterday yeah. and you you're very much about like in want impeachment inquiry I do and tell I, us why
3: for me the way our government was constructed the rules of our government are that when A sitting president does something like our current president has done, the next action is to impeach them. Our current administration has done multiple illegal things. Our president has broken the law over and over again. I think to pause and go, well, how will this affect our election is not the point. The point is, we can't think about that. We just have to say, this is not okay. And we refuse to say it's okay. Because to me, every day that we don't impeachment, we don't impeach him, we're saying, it's okay. What you're doing is okay. Um, And that's, like, I don't want to play the political game of this, of like, well, will it help the election or not? Right, because right? that is, you know, is What clearly, will people think?
2: That's clearly Nancy Pelosi's concern. Well, that's what I was going I, to I say.
3: Get, I get the concern. I really do. I understand that concern, although it's not actually historically accurate. Right. I get her concern. I just feel deeply that we have to do it because on a sort of moral and ethical level to say right. your behavior is
2: not okay. Right. Right. You you can't be above the law. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, it is like a child. Yeah. Like if you have your own child and they break your rules, like they're they do bad Correct. things, Correct. if you do not punish them –
3: Totally. And uh,
2: then they continue, continue they to to continue, continue yeah. to do it. There
3: have been no repercussions. There have been no He's consequences. Emboled. Yeah.
1: He's a, like, he truly acts above the law. Yeah. But the thing is that his followers and his, you know, fans Cult members are, they, they don't care. They don't. They don't care at all. He can do anything. He
2: could shoot someone on the street. Well, he said that, He did. but I um, almost think he could.
1: No, no, yeah, I mean,
2: could <laughs> he definitely could?
1: They, he's he's
2: sexually harassed
1: allegedly. So many countless, people, countless, countless women, countless,
2: countless countless women. He's got a rape accusation, right, yeah. from a very credible and woman. And he's a and he's a
3: racist. Like, let's uh, just call yes. it. If we're all gonna call it out, we'll call it. So there's he, his behavior is deeply inappropriate for someone for for, someone, York, anyone, for anyone 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 but
2: particularly a sitting president.
1: Yeah, someone running our country.
2: Yeah, and I I I completely see your point that if this is okay, then the next president can go even further. Right. Or I mean, if he gets reelected, I think just forget about it. But he I will. also
3: one thing for me personally is I'm noticing that people in my world and in the people I meet, be they friends, family or strangers, Feel their relationship to the truth is a little bit more fuzzy, yeah. And that is what disturbs me the most, yeah. Because I think even good people, good you know, like good Democrats, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, people's relationship to truth and honesty is fuzzier than I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I think it's, that's the danger, is when you have a leader who says, the truth doesn't matter. Honest or the truth, truth is my matter. truth, yeah.
2: whatever I say.
3: Then everybody, what I've noticed on a psychological level is everyone, including people who hate that person, feel like, well, F it, you know?
1: And they question then I don't. Science.
3: Then I don't need to be honest either. Um, oh, that's it, really it, there's interesting. there's like a rejection of it there's a and it's that's so disturbing to me yeah. and I I guess you know for myself I can't tell anyone else what to do but for myself my connection to my own integrity and honesty and living my life in according to my beliefs, is more important than it ever has been. Mm
2: -hmm. Does it concern you that even if an impeachment inquiry and actions are undertaken, it won't get anywhere because, of course, the Senate's controlled by Mitch McConnell and the Republicans, so he'll never actually get impeached. They they would have all the hearings, and he would end up getting... I don't know, censured by the House or voted on by the House. But does that bother you that it will, the finality will not happen?
3: No, only because we never know, you know, like you can't know that until it goes through. And I'm an internal optimist. So I'm like, we don't, you know, we won't know unless we do it, you know. Um, so, and I do feel like perhaps Nancy Pelosi is, talking to the Senate and seeing, is there anyone who would possibly come over?
2: Like on, this, on the yeah. Republican side? Well doesn't seem very hopeful to me but i think that all these points that you're making are really excellent points and i think that you know all our readers our listeners have to think about this like is it okay to have the person who suppo- who actually swears to uphold the law and the constitution to break the law and i mean there's no question he yeah. broke the law and it is the truth he and broke here, the law
3: here's the thing for me which is
0: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
3: Nobody can trust each other. That's right. You can't trust, like, and without trust, it's a it's a sad sad place to live well
2: that's what happened in communist russia that's what is that's what is going on in communist china Mm -hmm. that's what in north korea like you can't even trust your own family members Mm -hmm. and is that the way we want to live i mean it really has i agree with you it has huge repercussions do we want to live in a in a society where there is no truth i mean Everybody should read 1984.
3: I was just uh, thinking that when you said that, you said scary. truth and I said truth speak, yeah. Yeah, read
2: 1984 and ask mm-hmm. yourselves, is that wow. the, way, the society you want to live in where there is no truth? Where it's all, it, it, it's recreated constantly depending on the whims or needs of the leaders. So, I mean, these are huge issues. Maybe your next project will yeah. Yeah.
3: involve this. We'll see I would you know that it's it's an it's important storytelling. I don't know if I'm the person to do it like I don't know if I'm smart enough, not really you but are like, I oh my gosh you're so smart. I don't know what the way in is that's and that's what brilliant writers and directors do is like what's the way into
2: well, that Well, maybe it's time to have a TV series on 1984. Yeah. It was yeah. a movie years and years ago mm mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, it would be the time. Yeah. I mean, look at Handmaiden's Tale. Totally. Yeah. And that's a society oh, also where that. no, you yeah. can't trust anybody. Well, listen, so these much. are fascinating issues. And you are doing great work to help people in this country who need it very much. Yeah. And um, so, number one, everybody needs to get on to Netflix yes. and start watching um, the new season of Orange is the New Black. It's the final season, and it um, drops midnight on Thursday, July twenty fifth. So it will have dropped by yeah. the time you hear this. And um, check out uh, what Fig is doing this season. <laughs> and um, everybody, uh, Kind K I N D org is a great organization Support if kind. you want to help um, the the. Uh, Uh, refugees and migrants at the border, and also the San Diego... Um, San Diego, the
3: Jewish Family Services of San Diego. Um, Another great one is, obviously, um, Keep Families Together. And my favorite right now, who I went to the border with is, um, this is about humanity. And if you go to their site, they actually have this beautiful candle that you can buy, and all of the proceeds go... Um, to helping people on the border.
2: And okay. everybody, follow oh, yes, um, Alicia Reiner on her Twitter feed, which is a fascinating Twitter feed, and on her Instagram. Yeah, Definitely. on Instagram you can see pictures from the premiere of t- in
1: 2013. That's crazy, and you yeah. look exactly the same. Oh, And bless. also
2: there's great, you've got great videos that also show the whole um, seven yeah. seasons, or well, six seasons yeah, yeah, until now. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a to good take five a five minute wrap up. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank, thank you so much for coming in, in. Yeah, and come, come back, as back as and much. talk to us again. Yay. Bye.